What is up, everybody, to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living that travel lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle. Get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other and listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. Join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide to see everything we've got going on there. Take a look at our weekly uploads on our blog. That's to the nationsworldwide.com slash blog. And to see everything that we've got going on there and follow our podcast, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, leave us a review. It's greatly appreciated if you do just that for us. And we thank you to everyone who listens to this every week. Thank you so much. In today's episode, we are joined by Dante and Susie of Dear Traveler. They are a travel couple, grown up in different parts of the world, but found each other through that love of travel. They found each other while abroad and now are inseparable as they travel the world together. We talk with them about balancing their studies, a long distance relationship, travel and blogging. So without further ado, here's our interview with Dante and Susie. Today we are joined by Susie and Dante of Dear Travelers. They are a couple, one from Vienna, the other from Mexico City. Both share the love of travel and document their journeys on their blog and Instagram. You can follow their adventures at DearTraveler.com. Hello Susie and Dante, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you very much. Hi, thank you for the invitation. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on this episode. Let's just get started to get to know a little bit about the two of you and what you do. Can you fill us in on uh, the two of you? Yes, of course. Um, Susie, you can say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my name is Susie. Um, I'm Hungarian. Uh, I was actually born in Slovakia, um, but then I went to Vienna to study. So right now I am living in Vienna and I'm studying and also working part-time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dante? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is Dante Pijun. I was born in Mexico City in 1995. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am a mechanical engineer, like fresh graduate. And now I, I moved to Vienna to be with Susie also. So we are trying to make all our space here. Gotcha. So with you two studying and everything, I guess that came along with um, a a long distance relationship while you guys were getting settled here? Um, Yeah, actually, it's a kind of long story. But um, yeah, we actually met uh, in Latvia, um, in Northern Europe in uh, 2017. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in Mm -hmm. February. Um, And then we were together for like uh, six months, I think. Um, and then we started our long-distance relationship. Um, at that time, Dante was still studying in Mexico City. And then he came here to Vienna. Uh, for He was living three months here with me. But then we had some problems and we couldn't get the visa for him for mm-hmm. staying in Europe. So he needed to go back in February this year. Um, the last year. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, yeah 2018. <laughs> yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then we were uh, in long-distance relationship again for four months and then 
And then I went to Mexico. So I spent uh, three months in Mexico. We were traveling around in Mexico um, for three months. And then I came back. Uh, he stayed in Mexico City again. And then uh, finally he came to, to Vienna in 2018, December. No, November. 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 Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Since that we are, we are living together in Vienna. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, that that uh, we'll get a bit more into your long distance relationship when we when we start talking about relationships and travel. But to get that background is always really good, and it, it it's obvious that you two kind of made it a priority to see each other whenever you could, basically, right? Yes, actually, mm-hmm. it was like the main. Man. Uh, we we tried to accommodate all the things that we had besides to be able to be together like in the in the shortest time possible definitely and then who um where did the love of travel come from did you did, were you two uh born with this love of travel did your family influence you or did one of you love travel more than the other where did all this come from um i think my family doesn't like to travel so much, so they're always making fun of me that maybe because of this, uh, that we were not traveling so much with my family, I started to to to, to travel so much to, <laughs> in order to compensate a little bit. Gotcha. And then when I was like, um, uh, I don't know, 14 or 13, I always wanted to travel and I always fa- found the opportunities to travel uh, for free or with the school or whatever. Or in camps, and then and then when I went to um, for my exchange semester uh, to Latvia, and I met Dante, we started to travel around uh, Northern Europe, and in and we, we booked a lot of flights. We were traveling like every second week, I think, somewhere <laughs> because the the flights were really cheap the, um, at that time from Riga, from gotcha. Latvia. Yeah. And then we went to St. Petersburg, uh, Stockholm, Helsinki, Poland. So it was very very nice. And then yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, I mean, for me, it's a bit different because uh, my family really likes to go out everywhere since I have memory, actually. And Mexico is so big that actually you can travel to a lot of places and maybe sometimes a life is not enough to watch all Mexico. Mm-hmm. I remember when from when I was a kid that we were going out at least three times per year, maybe to the beach or to other states that surround Mexico City. Mm-hmm. So... Actually, it's, it's very funny how, how it works because in the city, everyone likes to go out all the time. Gotcha. Yeah. It's kind of very like heavy to be there because it's such a big city. And I don't know, I, I also got used to that. And when I was going to Europe for the first time in my, in my exchange semester, I was like decided that I wanted to, to watch the most that I could that time. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I found Susie who had the same, the same idea. And we just made also like a lot of travels. Also in, in, inside inside of Latvia, we travel a lot because there are a lot of beautiful towns yeah. that are reachable with the train and everything. Yeah. So so I guess your your two relationship uh, kind of grew out of this love of travel, this common yeah. interest, right? Yeah, actually. Yeah. So I like to talk to our guests about uh, about their travels and, and to see about their different experiences. But before that, I like to ask a, a two-word question. But for so many couples, it has such a complex response, and that is, why travel? <laughs> why travel? Okay, we haven't actually had that question before. Mm-hmm. I think that the main reason of why we like to travel is to get used or get in touch with everyone and everything in the world. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, cultures, and yeah. languages, people. Um, I don't know. Yeah, actually, like, always something new. I mean, I, I, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting bored like really easily. So I always need something like different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very nice to, to, to connect with all the world and realize somehow that, of course, every place is different, but there are also a lot of things that we have in common. You know, the same yeah. feelings, the same things that the people lives. Yeah. And that, that, it's really nice to realize that the people can can be very, very similar to you, but also very different. That's very, very nice. Yeah, it, I like that you brought that up too. And the fact that you two, you know, are out there exploring and trying to get a sense of these different cultures. And I like that you you said that you know we're we're all very similar. Uh, it doesn't matter where we're from in the world. We like you can always find these similarities in people yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, the- <laughs> where were the two of you last? Where are you right now? And where are you traveling to next? The last time we were in Spain. Berlin. In Berlin, yes, in yeah. Berlin. Yeah, in November we were in. Uh, we have been to in Spain. Yeah, in Spain, Madrid, and and Valencia. We visited two of our friends actually there mm-hmm. also. Three. Uh, three, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then in December we were in Berlin, and we also met some other friends there. Yeah, in Berlin was really nice. Berlin was actually our first travel in 2017. Um, we traveled to Berlin together. In 2017, yeah. that was the first time. Yeah. And then we really wanted to go back, so we decided to go back this year as well. Nice. And we are now in Vienna. Um, we spent uh, the Christmas and uh, the New Year's Eve here, and then we are traveling next. We're fairly traveling to Iceland. Iceland. Yeah, we are oh, traveling. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're very excited. <laughs> yeah. So with Berlin, what did you get up to when when you were in Berlin? You mentioned that you've been there twice uh, last year. So, uh, like, what can somebody do when they're in Berlin? Ah, uh, because that city is so beautiful. You know, it's yeah. like so big of so big and full of different people. Actually, I think it's one of the most multicultural cities that I have ever been. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's very comfortable. <laughs> I mean, because you can find literally everything. For me, it was very funny because. You know, I'm Mexican, I'm, I'm a Spanish speaker, and in Berlin I found so much Spanish speaker people. Spanish yeah, but mm-hmm. like a lot, of, like, whoa, it was very funny because I wanted to, to speak in German, and I was decided, like, no, 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 I'm just going to speak German here. <laughs> nice. To me in Spanish. <laughs> so, and, and you, you can find a lot of tolerance in the city also. Good, good, nice. I, Berlin is kind of like the a mixture of uh, Budapest, like the capital of city of Hungary, and also a bit of Vienna, because uh, it's also a little bit like fancy, but it's also kind of cool. So like, f- like a very alternative underground. Uh, you can find a lot of artistic places, a lot of galleries, uh, but you can also find a lot of um, elegant cafeterias and restaurants. Yeah, and also the very nice thing is the history of the city, actually. And the history. It's very amazing to realize how not even 100 years ago, the people there was such in a bad situation, and now everyone is together and can do whatever they want and cross from one side to another without anyone telling yeah. them what to do. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, the history is so rich there, and I can just, yeah, tell that obviously you guys really love it there for sure. Now, with uh, Iceland, have you have you uh, set up what you're going to be doing in Iceland? Um, we were reading about it, but we didn't plan anything yet, actually. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we are going to spend uh, four nights there, 
and um I think it's it, I think it's not going to be enough for sure because Iceland is very big. So I was reading that you can actually watch uh, waterfalls, geysers, northern lights, uh, the the cities, and, yeah. and there's so many things to see there. So for sure it's not going to be enough. Um, but yeah, we will see. Yeah. Um, I think I think we were trying to we are going to try to catch the northern lights. Yeah, that's like the most. Um, yeah. Hopefully, because in February you still can do that. Nice. Yeah, I've seen so many beautiful pictures of Iceland. I feel like it's somewhere you can go and you, you, like you don't really need an itinerary planned. You can just go with the flow and and uh, you'll be amazed by all these different waterfalls and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But there's so many things to see. I didn't I didn't know and then I started to read the, all the travel guides and everything and I was like, oh, so shocked. <laughs> I don't. I I should book something for one week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Now, with with all the travels that you two have been together, uh, there are many different experiences that come with travel. And I want to start with uh, what has been the most rewarding travel experience between the two of you? The, the experience that made you think like you want to travel for the rest of your life or the, the experience that really opened up your eyes and made you amazed at this world of travel? Really? Yeah, I okay. mean, for example, uh, uh, this for me, because for sure we have like different answers for that, but in my case, once we made a, a really amazing travel from Brigue, we went to Tallinn, and from Tallinn we took um, a ship, a ferry. a ferry to Helsinki, and from Helsinki to Estocolm, and then from Estocolm back to Riga. Oh. Estocolm. <laughs> Sorry for the pronunciation. <laughs> but this, this, this travel was very amazing for me because... I know all, all all this magic was in the air, you know, and we met so nice people uh, during the way we experienced so much amazing things in Helsinki. I think Helsinki was my favorite spot of those three mm-hmm. uh, because our guest was was very nice. Yeah, uh, because we were couch surfing. We we were usually oh, okay. couch Europe in um, in different cities. Yeah, yeah, and especially when we were on our exchange semester, and we didn't have we didn't have so much money, so we were like, okay, let's couch surf, and we were couch surfing a lot. In, in <laughs> nice, nice. Is your experience with couch surfing a positive one most of the time? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In general, it was positive. In general, yeah. yeah, most of the time. We had also strange experiences. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's difficult to get an, a couch surfing if you are not a girl. I think. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> But it's nice. I mean, usually it's nice people. We, yeah. we never heard someone about who had like, bad, experience. bad experience with that. Gotcha. So, I mean, with all these experiences, and I'm sure with couch surfing as well, come a lot of um, awkward, embarrassing, hilarious travel experiences. <laughs> Do you have one you'd want to share with us? <laughs> we have like a thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know. Which one is? I mean, I think that the most remarkable, at least <laughs> last year, was which one is yours? When when we were in Mexico, in Mexico, we were going in a bus from Guanajuato to to Leon. There are two cities in in Mexico. Yeah. And and we were like just sitting there, and there were some people talking next to us. But I but I, I know I was just like distracted, and I thought that they were talking to me. And from all the things that they were saying, I was like answering, and they were like, "Hey, are you talking to us?" And I'm like, "Oh, so sorry, you know." <laughs> but uh, I mean, it happens actually very a lot to me. So, and yeah. not not just traveling. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Nice. So, I mean, um, I'm sure you've had your your fill of different experiences in awkward, embarrassing, hilarious, and all your rewarding travel experiences that have really opened your eyes to this world of travel. But with all these positive experiences also come some bad experiences. Do you two have a worst travel experience? We have also... Like some, of them. some of them. For example, for, for me, the worst thing that happened, it was uh, when... So I was volunteering in, in Mexico. Um, we were living together in Guanajuato in a city for six weeks. And uh, the first night when we arrived, we arrived to a, like a, a flat. It was an Airbnb. And it was full of cockroaches and scorpions. Ooh. And I felt like, no, no, I'm not going to live here for six weeks. I cannot. Mm. <laughs> so, but uh, but then but then somehow we solved the situation. So yeah, yeah. it was very traumatizing. <laughs> for, yeah. For, for, yeah, I was I was like crying, you know. It was like scorpion in the in the flat when I am living. Oh it's no! Very, I mean, it's like normal for Mexico, you know, because it's like a desertic place that, especially that city. But for me, as a European, there are no scorpions here, you know. So. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. So how how did you guys get around that? Did you get end up getting a new Airbnb or? Uh, no, we we called we called the the owner of the flat and then yeah. they came and um and cleaned the house and then and then it was like fine after that we still okay. found some roaches but I mean that's like kind of like normal let's say in especially in Guanajuato, Guanajuato yes. yeah in Guanajuato yes gotcha gotcha so the reason why I talk to you about all your experiences in in travel is to get to know a sense of you know, where the two of you have been and all these different experiences you've been together so that we can talk a little bit more about your relationship and travel because I, I feel like travel has such a positive impact on relationships or it can be really negative in, in some senses. Um, but how do you feel traveling has affected your relationship? I think it's a very, very important spot in our relation, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's what I told Susie, like, a lot of times that it's very nice that we can have something like this with someone who enjoys the same. Yes. yes. Actually, because, for example, there are some, or, or we know stories about couples that one of them really like to travel, but the other one is not like, oh, I don't want to. Like to. And sometimes it can be like, can make some problems, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I think... We both are very, um, we have a lot of energy and we are always like running everywhere and exploring and not stopping and sometimes not eating for the whole day uh, So because we really want to explore and take pictures and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes our relationship also stronger that we both... Um, Go in the same direction. Yeah, going mm-hmm. in the same direction and we always want to do almost the same things. I mean, of course, sometimes you have like discussions, but I think it's also something that... You have to mm-hmm. accept and you have to learn how to how to fight with your partner in, in order to to solve the problems. Definitely. Yeah, and it's obvious that you two have this common interest in travel and that your relationship has really blossomed from that. And like you said, with other couples who one likes to travel, the other doesn't, maybe that, that not sharing that common interest can really uh, create a conflict for sure. But also, you know, like when you go somewhere with your partner and your partner partner likes more to be in a cafeteria the whole day and uh, I don't know, try all the or, or try all the f- special food that they make in that city. And the other one wants to go to the museums. That's kind of like a um, 
like a pro- problem. And yeah. I think we are very lucky because we always want to do kind of the same things. You know, we can we can decide what do we want to do together, and that's all. And yeah, and if we want to do something that like the other the one doesn't want, you know, we just like take one day for that and the other day for the other thing, and like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's a really good uh, complement of each other, you know. And and your your interests don't even don't just align with travel, but they align with how you travel, and that that really helps you for sure. So, how about when planning a trip? Who takes care of what? Who does the flight booking, the hotel booking, and all of that? <laughs> Usually, Susie. Yeah. yeah she, she's a good one for planning. Yeah. The... But but Dante carries the baggages. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And how about how about planning the trip, like the itinerary and finding all the the different destinations to go to? Um, I think that's also me most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> it depends. depends. Usually we 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 watch, for example, other accounts of other people, and we we saw like, hey, these guys are here or there. Would be nice to go there, and then we just check like the flights when are going to be cheap, or if you can go with a train or with a bus yeah, also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or for example, there is the, the the website. It's called Kiwi.com, and we usually check the flights uh, flight tickets there because there you can just put like, okay, I want to go from Vienna from anywhere to to anywhere, and then you just say which destinations are the cheap the the che- cheapest ones. Because mm-hmm. we really we are we are maybe budget travelers, you know, right. because we're studying and everything. I mean, Dante now is working like full time already, but I'm still studying, so mm-hmm. we try to to keep it like on a budget. Definitely. Now, you two talk a little bit about sustainability and eco travel on your blog. What has been your favorite destination for that type of travel that you'd recommend to somebody also interested in that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mexico is a bit controversial from that point of view because yeah, you can find like places where they are living in a very sustainable way, but also places where yeah. not at all. For example, talking about plastic uh, bags uh, in Mexico, people use a lot of plastic bags. I mean, for literally everything. Like you're in a supermarket and they give you plastic bags even if you don't want to mm. uh, to, to to have it. Um, but in, in in some cities, which one was that? Queretaro? Queretaro. For example, in some states, in Mexico, they already forbid uh, the usage of uh, plastic straws, which I found really, really nice. And in a lot of places, uh, there are even posters and, like, um, um, how to say, posters? In, in, in the cafeterias or restaurants that uh, they are not using plastic straws uh, because that's bad for the turtles and the environment, mm-hmm. especially on the beaches. Like in Oaxaca, for example, there are different cities and then all, all everywhere... The, the usage of plastic straws is just forbidden, and that's really nice, I think. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, do you two have any advice you would share for a couple that wants to live or wants to get out and travel more? Any advice for that couple that maybe hasn't traveled a lot together yet? Mm, I think that the best one that we can give is like just start to do it without <laughs> without any fear. Because of course, when before you start to travel, you're like, oh, but what if this happens? And what if I miss a flight? Or what if they miss my luggage? Or I mean, those kind of stupid things that you, I mean, that everyone thinks about, and that sometimes even if they sound so simple, sometimes they can stop someone of doing, of starting with that, you know? 
So I think the best thing to do is maybe start with legal travels. Mm-hmm. Maybe prepare to go from, I don't know, to, to Australia, from America, for example, or to China. But maybe you can start to go to other cities and just and explore step, your own country. Uh-huh, you're first. step by step, mm-hmm. you know, maybe other cities first, then the country next to you, and then like that. Yeah. It's, it's just, like a it's like a snowball falling from a mountain. And just go with the flow sometimes, right? Uh-huh. That I also had to had to learn because I am I'm really like I was planning everything, you know, like what what are we going to do in every hour? But then I just had to learn that it's not working like that. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just go with the flow sometimes and and yeah. Yeah, great, great advice. So, I mean, you know, starting out small and then leading up to maybe that big trip and, you know, going with the flow is, is just so important when traveling, for sure. So, I, I want to talk to you too about Dear Traveler now. And, I mean, with, with travel comes, you know, documenting your journeys and uh, trying to live that travel lifestyle more. And you two have set up this this travel blog, Dear Traveler. And first off, tell us where the name Dear Traveler came from. Hmm. We were actually I... taking some time because before I, I came back, before I needed to go back to Mexico the second uh, time, uh, we wanted to develop a project together. And we... Because the original goal of the Dear Traveler uh, was actually just the Instagram and then it was actually for for keeping our relationship stronger, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, kind of, because we were in long-distance relationship when we started, and then we thought that is going to be something um, that that we can develop together, like project together, and that that is going to help us to 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 survive kind of the long-distance relationship, you know. And it actually. And it actually did. Yeah. yeah. So um, actually, with the name, we the were name? like. Suggesting a lot of names like psh. yeah, we had a lot of we were like a brainstorming and then we just came up with the idea of the deer because uh, that's kind of like um, the symbol of of braveness, the symbol of of, of a lot of honesty and that that's kind of like our our spiritual guide. our spiritual guide yeah like a spirit animal you know and mm-hmm. I think that. Deer is kind of like a symbol of someone or like or like an animal that has like a lot of fear but it's still still brave you know like still watching all the um possibilities. all the possibilities yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. still exploring and everything nice yeah I, and it has like a lot of meaning for us I, I, we were thinking about it a lot and we we, we knew that it hasn't maybe not the same meaning for everyone, like maybe not the same. Maybe other people who are watching the blog, they are not thinking about these um, meanings behind. But for us, it means it means a lot. And yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I, I like the meaning that you two, you know, put behind it and, and the thought that you put into it. And I, I also like what you said there that, um, you know, starting this blog kind of helped the two of you um, become more connected in your long distance relationship. Um can you explain to our listeners kind of like how how you were able to stay connected when you were in your long distance relationship? Like how did you guys communicate with each other? Um, what were some difficulties that came with the long distance relationship, like time zones and everything like that? Yeah, I mean, for example, I think it was the, the, the main difficulty, the time zone, because there are seven hours of difference between Vienna and Mexico City. 
Mm-hmm. So we need really to have like special times to communicate. For sure, I mean, of course, that we were sending messages the whole day. But for example, during I was in the school or working, Susie was maybe already sleeping or she was doing other kind of things. So of course, that we were not able to make video calls, for example, every day. And we were trying to get like one special day for that. But <laughs> at the end, I was like just running home and sending messages to her like, hey, are you awake? And she was like, yes, yes, call me, call me. And we were like <laughs> having these video calls like very often because it was... I think we have, we, we were making video calls almost every second day. Mm-hmm. And usually it was difficult because I think it need, needs kind of like sacrifices because um, when we were, we had the video calls, it was or for me already almost like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Um and then I needed to wake up at seven or eight again to go to the school. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard times, but I mean, it, I think it needs sacrifices. You need to know what do you want, and if you decide to 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 want that relationship, then you have to do sacrifices. And we decided to communicate, so that's that's very important. And I think communication is very, very, very important. And I'm sure starting this Instagram and starting this blog really helped in in that communication it really helped you to grow in that and i, and I like that that's kind of what this this came from and and the, also this love of it, of travel that you two have so yeah. with this blog and this instagram and everything that goes along with this who takes care of what who takes care of the writing the photography and all this mm, usually we do it like together for example some i mean susie is the main photographer of course but usually when we take photos, we go like to the places and I search for the angles. I put the tripod and the oh, camera tripod, yeah. and Susie just like accommodates in a better way. We or do, sometimes she just we usually like that. check it together, like the mm-hmm. angles and the perspective and everything. You look yeah. for the places and then and then Dante sets up the, the tripod. We put the camera and then mm-hmm. we and just then, like, check it then we just go home and we did the photos a little bit with the Lightroom. And uh, that, it depends also. Sometimes Susie do, do it, sometimes I do it. And with the text, it's the same. Sometimes I write it and she corrects the grammar or the concept or backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But usually, usually it's like I start to write it. I make like the, the concept and then you fill it up. You are, you are like writing everything as usually. Yeah. Know, not everything else, but like, yeah. And mm-hmm. you have the informations and then I check it again and then... I, I choose the photos and then and then you put it in the in the blog. Mm-hmm. I think yes. that, that is better with with these um, <laughs> blog things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I mean, with with creating this blog and this and ma- maintaining this Instagram, it, it's a lot of work, and um, especially if the two of you are studying and uh, you also want to fit travel into that that lifestyle all of this is a lot a lot of work how did the two of you balance all this uh, i don't know <laughs> i mean <laughs> of course but um you just need to make the time i mean actually is what i told to my family or to my friends when they asked i mean actually it's just when you want to do something like really you realize how to make the time and, and you, how to you, make it work. You plan, make priorities, you know, like instead mm-hmm. of watching Netflix the whole day, we can just write our blog or something like that. Yeah, I mean, of <laughs> course, we also like to have some time for us and, I know, chill a bit. But but we really like to work. Also. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's easy also because it's something that we really enjoy to do. 
Right. So it's, it's not. It doesn't feel like oh, I need to write this blog. Yeah. Like, damn. No, it's it's like we really like it, and actually we, we we do it because we have a lot of plans with it. And since since we started, we have more serious plans with our whole blog or with the Instagram, and we really want to uh, to develop uh, this project a lot. So we we have to make time for for it, and we have to develop it, and we, we have like in this year we really want to write a blog post, uh, more blog posts, and and. Because we have we had so many plans and actually the thing that uh, in, I think since November yeah we moved in in November to this flat and we didn't have any furniture nothing so we needed to um, to, to to organize everything around the flat and around the papers of Dante so that took a lot of time also from the blog and we didn't write so many articles as we wanted to mm-hmm. uh, but this year we are going to write much more and and yeah you just have to make time for it I mean. We don't, we don't we don't have a routine yet actually but but we are planning always like what to do mm-hmm. and I'm sure with studying uh, it's difficult to create a routine and especially uh, when you two were living apart and trying to maintain this blog and yeah. communicate all this all that all of that is just adding to the difficulty that comes from it yeah. but obviously you two love it so much that you're willing to you know try to put in the work to, to make it work. Yeah, everyone says that it's it's so good to have a routine, but for us it's just not possible right now to make <laughs> a routine because Dante is also working in different times every week. I am also working in different times every week, and I have my school also like in very different times every month. So it's kind of it's kind of difficult right now to make a routine, but hopefully we will we will do it one day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So w- with your Instagram, you two obviously have um, have that momentum going. You guys are obviously gaining some some following and you're getting a lot of engagement from your beautiful photos and everything that you're doing together how did you because with 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 people who first start out in this starting their instagram it, it gets uh it gets to be a little bit daunting they're they're a little bit um frustrated that maybe they're not getting that engagement or those followers right away. How did you two kind of get that ball rolling and, and get this momentum going with your Instagram? Um, we started to make some friends. Like there are other kind of other 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 couples, travel couples from all around the world. Mm-hmm. And we made a lot of friends, and we are talking with them not every day, but no, but sometimes, but a lot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and. Yeah, and actually for me it was like very interesting to see that all my friends from here, all my old friends maybe, they are following us and and we got so much uh, positive feedback. Yeah, and that was the also, also the friends of Dante. So first, first, first to see that that your friends are loving what you do, and then and then and then and then you see also like other people from all around the world following you. That's like a very good feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that the first thing. Oh. Hmm. Make friends. Make yeah. friends. Uh, be, friends. Being open to talk with everyone there yeah. because at the end, it's actually. It's, I mean, it's a platform for that. I mean, that's social media. So that's being, yeah. for being social. And then we just started to be social, you know. And Definitely. we actually spend a lot of time. I mean, you, you don't see that in, like behind the. the, the it's like kind of like behind the scenes, you know. You, you just see the, the beautiful pictures of all the, all the Instagrammers. But you don't see that they're actually spending a lot of hours on the platform. So for us, it's like at least four or five hours a day mm-hmm. spending on the platform. And mm-hmm. it's a lot. But yeah, 
but you have to make sacrifices and we also enjoy it because if you just post a picture and you don't do anything else that is not going to um to, to, to grow to, to, to grow yeah. Definitely. I like that you said that, that, you know what, um, everybody just sees the picture that's posted, but they don't understand the work that went into getting that photo, writing the caption, and also engaging with, with other um, couples and other travel uh, accounts that, you know, yeah. gets that, yeah. that momentum going, gets that engagement there. Yeah, actually, sometimes it's very, like, <laughs> a bit frustrating when you do all that and then someone just comments with an emoji or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, or this kind of people because, I mean, it happens also a lot. And I think it starts to happen more and more while you grow more and more. Right. But there's some people who start just to follow you expecting that you're going to follow them back. But of course, that you're not going to do that with everyone because sometimes you don't have, like, interest. And it's not for being rude or something. It's just that the thing that the content is not the same, like, in the same way or something. So they just follow you for some hours and then they unfollow you. And that right. in the numbers, like, of course, it affects and it makes you, like, feel not so good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So um, do you two have any more advice uh, for couples, maybe even couples that were in your situation where both of them were studying and living in different places and living that long-distance relationship? Do you have any more advice you'd want to give that couple to live a more travel lifestyle together? Um, I think that's a very, very nice experience to make together. And I think every couple has to try to travel together because that's going to bring them on another level, mm. like on a relationship, I mean, because mm-hmm. you can get to know the other person in so many different situations. And, you know, like to watch your partner in so many different situations makes you realize if you really want to spend your life with that person or not. Right. <laughs> because that's kind of a breaking point I think in a relationship you go to travel with someone and you see in in when you lose a flight when you when you lose a bus when you don't have the tickets when you have to run somewhere when you I don't know you have to decide about something um, so there are so many different kind of situations that you can uh, get while traveling like yeah and usually you, and you also, see how they react and, yeah. and you also watch the person without like roles you know because for example if you live for, for putting an example, if you live in the same city with your couple, of course, that in that place where you have your life done, you have, like, to accomplish these roles, for example, you... Like you, the social roles. Uh-huh, like you are a son, but or you are a brother, you are a friend of a group of friends. But if you go out to some place where nobody knows you, with this person that is your partner, you can act as, as you really are without uh, getting any of those roles. Yeah. And that's very nice. The person who you really are, then... That that's when you are traveling. That that's when you are when you, when you go out from your comfort zone, and that that's a person who you really are. And if you want to meet uh, uh, the real personality of your partner, then you have to go to travel <laughs> mm-hmm. because that that's going to make you realize if you if you really want to be that be be that person or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And uh, we'll be looking forward to more blog posts this year from Dear Traveler and looking forward to your Iceland trip online. We'll be watching for that for sure. <laughs> and there you have it, Susie and Dante sharing their travel stories with you today on the To The Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a very special thank you to you two. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. the invitation. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> now, 
I just want to give you to the floor and uh, let our audience know where they can check you out and where's the best place to reach out to you. <laughs> okay, so uh, nice people who is listening. <laughs> if you want to watch more of about our travels or about our advices and things and blog posts, you can visit our webpage in deertraveler.com. Yeah. Deer, not like deer, like my deer, but like deer, the animal, deertraveler.com. And you can also watch our photos in the Instagram with the same name. Dear Traveler, yeah. You are very welcome to watch us, to give us some feedback, because we also like to grow based on what the people feel about our work. Yeah. We actually have been developed a lot thanks to you, to all of the people who follow us, and who has the, the kind time to comment and to check our things. Yeah. And if you want to read some eco tips or about sustainable travel, also visit our page because we have some tips there. Thank you to all of our listeners out there, to the nations worldwide. I cannot express my appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. Thank you so much. Visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 41. That's for this episode's show notes. Learn more about Dear Traveler and everything that they've got going on over there. Leave a comment on the page. Let us know how your long distance relationship went or how how you were able to balance studying while traveling at the same time. Let us know. We'll be sure to get back to you. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app and even leave us a review. It really helps us deliver these episodes each and every Wednesday. This is Mike Pletz and Natalie. Hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.